Hi, and welcome to the I Meet Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your hosts, Michael Ross and Christian Lipinski, and me, Rachel Bathgate. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at imeethotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at imeethotel. Hi, I'm your host, Christian Lipinski, and welcome to I Meet Hotel, the podcast. We hope you're enjoying your summer so far. Uh, I know we are. And uh, wherever you may be, hopefully you find a shady spot to cool down because it is hot out there. Uh, now, today we have a really exciting guest, Michael McCartan. He's the Chief Growth Officer at Atomize, a fast-growing revenue management software provider. Michael, it's great to have you on the show today. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you, Christian. Great to be here. Perfect. So I think we should start, you know, to kind of set up uh, the podcast today. Maybe you can tell me a little bit uh, a brief background on you and uh, a bit more about what Atomize is. Yes, certainly. Uh, so I've been in hotel technology for, for 20 years, uh, a little bit over 20 years. In fact, I sort of stumbled across it. I didn't have a, a hotelier or a travel background. Um, it's just something that I, I happened to fall into. Mm-hmm. My expertise uh, are largely around uh, distribution and revenue management. For the first sort of period of my career, it was largely around distribution, and for the latter half of it, around revenue management. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I joined Atomize at the beginning of the year, uh, as where I am, as you said, uh, Chief Growth Officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atomize is is a relatively new entrant to the revenue management space, um, but they bring a a new focus and a, a new uh, approach to revenue management, um, mm. and we'll dig into that a little bit more, I'm sure. But really, it's it's all about real time optimization and real time automation of the rate pushes. So we we're really trying to ensure that hotels are optimally priced every second of the day for the next 365 days. Yeah, that's uh, that's got to be quite a mission there. I mean, here here I'm E Hotel. We talk a lot about technology, and it's one of our favorite subjects. So maybe we can start by talking a little bit about intuitive and interconnected tech and its role in hospitality nowadays. Yeah. So really, for for any piece of technology to to do well and perform at its at its best, it needs to integrate uh, with other other systems. And the reason for that is the data that each of the different systems has is required by the other by the other systems to to perform i I sort of use the analogy of oxygen the data is the oxygen and you can have the best piece of tech um, on on the planet but if you're starved of the data starved of the oxygen Mm -hmm. you won't be able to perform perform you might not even survive Um, and i think there's a long history of good technology companies uh, ending up on the scrap heap simply because of that lack of of integration. Um, It's got much better with the open API movement Mm -hmm. where the more modern tech vendors recognize that this data is essential for uh, their performance and and the companies that they work with, so ultimately to benefit the hotels. and so more and more data is being exchanged and that's making it easier for companies like Atomize to perform. But it, we're by no means uh, where we need to be. Um, we, we certainly could do with more more information, especially you know, during periods such as the pandemic where uh, the market has changed so, so radically that uh, getting access to better 
uh, and more futuristic data is is essential, uh, at least from a revenue management standpoint. Oh yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that, and how historical data has kind of been uh, wiped off the face of the map because of the last uh, twelve months or so, uh, and how you know having real time data and it working today. Uh, would make such a, a huge impact. And I mean, that kind of leads me in really nicely to Atomize's own revenue management system. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, it allows for real-time price automation. Uh, you can gain your insights and find the right price for every room. So maybe you can tell me about the Atomize revenue management system uh, and the benefits of it and how that whole system and technology works. Yeah, so I'll take a step back and just explain a little bit of our pedigree because mm-hmm. The company really evolved from a, an ad tech company um, where the we had really, really strong um, machine learning uh, capabilities to identify uh, guests arriving on a, on a, a media platform, um, mm. a, a website, and then determining whether, you know, what banner ad we should put in front of, of that visitor and at what price uh, we should pay for, for the advert. Um, and in order to do that, you, you have to crunch data in you know, milliseconds uh, in, in real time, literally in real time, and come up with a decision within an instant. Uh, and what's, what surprised um, the founders of Atomize as when they'd sold this company uh, and, and they were looking for another opportunity, mm-hmm. and they, they ch- sort of ch- had a chance meeting with a hotel company that said uh, pricing in hotels is done three times a day, if, if you're lucky. Sometimes it's not even done once a week. Um, so th- that was quite staggering, mm-hmm. given, given that the, in ad tech, it, it really was instantaneous. And we took that as, a, as our mission to really provide instantaneous real-time pricing to the, to the hotel community. Mm-hmm. But in order to do so, you need to access um, more than just the historical data, more than just the PMS data, you need insights into uh, future demand, top of funnel demand, mm-hmm. uh, uh, competitive information, um, guest information. Uh, and and that's the atomized approach is really identify which sources of data are going to provide the best indication for future demand for that hotel um, in in real time or as close to real time as possible so uh, that's what we did we set about looking for and identifying these uh, these key data sources and we mm-hmm. have a fantastic relationship with a number of providers such as ota insights mm-hmm. and then we use that data to model um, future demand for every day of the the, the week uh, in, into the future and for every room type and then we calculate uh, the, the market's uh, sensitivity to price and we constantly evaluate that and adjust the price in real time uh, and for our customers that are running in autopilot which means they they don't have to manually review a price any price recommendation that we make uh, as, as as we identify that the, the price has to change, we push that out into the market, which mm-hmm. ensures that our hotels always have the optimal price in the market uh, at, at any point in time. Right. And I think that's, uh, I think we should kind of dig a little bit deeper into that because, I mean, uh, you know, there's quantifiable results uh, seen from using the revenue management system. Uh, like, for example, an uptick of more than 10% uh, in a hotel's RevPAR index or RGI. And for our listeners that are unfamiliar, RevPAR is, uh, is revenue per available room and RGI is revenue generation index, which is a means of measuring your hotel's performance and occupancy rate against those uh, of your market competitor. Now, 
maybe you can tell me a little bit about Atomize's customer portfolio results and RGI and RevPAR and what that kind of looks like from your, your side there. Yeah, obviously it, de- it depends on hotel by hotel, but um, maybe the best way to, to illustrate the benefits is to give an example of one of our customers in, in the Netherlands. Uh, they took on Atomize just before, I think it was early on in the pandemic. So it must've been uh, sort of March, April, 2020. And uh, they'd never had a revenue management system before. They had a, a full-time revenue manager with who they had to furlough. And so the, the, the owner of the, of the hotel recognized that um, demand was going to be unprecedented, um, mm. that uh, he, he didn't have the resources uh, to, to, to do uh, the level of revenue management that he had done previously when he had uh, someone on staff. So he approached Atomize and said, I... I I don't have necessarily have the capabilities of, of day-to-day revenue management. I certainly don't have the resources, but I need to ensure that my hotel captures the greatest share or the greatest share possible of what little demand exists in, in the market. Right. And so we installed Atomize at this hotel and, and he put it straight onto autopilot. In other words, he didn't actually um, review, manually review every single pricing decision. If, if we were recommending uh, an up, an increase from 150 euro to 152 euro for a particular room type, it was automatically accepted and pushed into all of the channels. And this particular hotel had uh, an RGI of greater than greater than 110 percent. I don't I don't remember the exact number, but essentially what it meant is that he was capturing um, 10 percent more demand or more of that demand was. Um, into his hotel, uh, essentially outperforming his competitors. And that was doing it through pure automation. Mm-hmm. We have another example of a luxury hotel in Sweden. It's a Japanese spa hotel. Uh, and they also, during at the start of the pan- pandemic, realized that they wouldn't have the same resources that they, they would have and that the market demand would be un- unprecedented and, and nothing like they'd seen before. And they um, took the bold decision to actually review their entire tech stack, recognizing that they needed to be leaner and more effective with fewer peoples. And, and in order to do that, they realized that they needed to improve their tech stack. And again, this hotel outperformed the market by a substantial margin. They didn't run on autopilot. They had and, and still do have a revenue manager that was reviewing the recommendations and accepting our recommendations. Um, but the fact that we're automating that whole um, demand modeling capability, looking at these various data sources, saved them a huge amount of time and, again, ensured that they were getting put, pushing or ha- having the best price in the market at, at any point of time. So it, it just shows that by, by being bold, by investing in technology, mm-hmm. um, you can actually do more with less. You can make your people more efficient, more effective. Uh, give them more time to be more strategic in nature and not have to worry about uh, more tactical decisions right. or uh, activities such as whether I charge 150 or 155 euros per room per night. Mm-hmm. And I think this is another really good point uh, before we move on to the next question is that, um, you know, people think that, you know, with the, the, the cost of these solutions that, oh, I got to spend this X amount of dollars and, you know, I'm just going to stick with what I do so I don't have to spend any more money, but they don't see the other side of it, that the investment in technology can result in, in, in more revenue. Uh, and I think that's also something that's, uh, you know, uh, important to, to discuss is, yeah, technology can be a scary place sometimes if it doesn't work, but when you have a tried and tested system uh, that is reliable uh, and at the same time the investment in technology 
uh, I think it's really important for hotel A's to take a look at that. Oh, you know what that sound is. It's time to take a quick break for industry updates with me, Ray Bathgate. Here's what you should know for the end of August. The co-founders of Hotels.com and Get A Room, Bob Diener and David Littman, have launched a unique hotel distribution network in the U.S. It's called the Travel Founders Network, and it offers mostly three-star hotels a minimum revenue guarantee. The wholesale hotel distribution service comes with a $50 to $100 million in funding from the private equity firm Courtsquare. About the new network, Diener told Skift that the aim is to be a core base of business for the hotel. Meanwhile, Booking.com confirmed its focus on developing, quote, connected trips or dynamically packaged hotel bookings. This in an effort to take market share from traditional travel agents. Booking.com's parent, Booking Holdings, highlighted a strategy of connected trips in recently reported latest quarterly results. So far, Booking's progress remains unclear. Remember when airlines made the switch to less all-inclusive models? Well, some hotels seem to be dipping their toes in this strategy as well. MCR Hotels, for example, is rolling out an a la carte pricing model for add-ons like pool and gym use, early check-in and late check-out, and breakfast. According to the Wall Street Journal, some of these charges could run around $20, and MCR is the fourth largest hotel owner in the country, currently the only one experimenting with the additional pricing model. Other hotels have voiced concerns about customer feedback to be avoided, they say, as the industry recovers from the pandemic. And some five months after raising $170 million, Hopper, a mobile app using artificial intelligence to predict the best time to book travel, is doing it again. As of recent, Hopper has raised another $175 million in Series G financing. Its total raised to date is $585 million. The company is on track to see revenue growth by 330% this year compared to 2020. And that's the main industry news roundup for now. I'm Ray Bathgate. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks for the updates, Ray. All right, Michael, uh, let's jump right back in. On the show, we've talked uh, about how COVID has accelerated changes that might already have been happening. Uh, and there's uh, been a measured increase in RevOps positions recently. Uh, how has customer demand has driven an increase in RevOps and revenue management? Uh, what, what are you guys seeing from that side? Yeah, so there's probably been a conversation for the last 10 years around breaking down barriers between the, the silos that exist between sales, marketing, the GM, revenue management. And um, the reality is that that hasn't happened. Um, in fact, I would say that some of the, the older technologies have actually reinforced those silos. You'd have very specific tools for the sales team, for the marketing team, for the revenue management team, and they required specialist users to actually use those. So rather than breaking down the silos, they actually enhanced them and, and uh, built bigger walls between the different departments. What What's happened as a result of, of COVID is A, uh, staff numbers have been radically reduced and, and no hotel can actually afford to keep the same numbers of people in each of those silos as they, as they have done before. Mm -hmm. But they've also recognized that in, in order to be more effective and, and to 
perform in this very volatile market, there needs to be more synergy between the different departments. So there's definitely been an acceleration between creating more generic commercial functions that are more hybrid in nature, that uh, have a combination of sales, marketing, Mm -hmm. the GM and revenue management actually collaborating and and interacting with each other in, in ways, you know, not seen for for probably 10 years or more. Mm. Um, But then this breaking down of silos and creating this multidisciplinary function within hotels is actually being underpinned by better technology as well. In in order for RevOps to really perform optimally and and, and Mm. really well, you need to have these collaborative teams, but you also need to ensure that the technologies that they use are more generalist in nature mm-hmm. where they uh, you don't require specialist users and the exchange of information between the systems is much better as as we mentioned in in in, in one of the earlier points so a combination of those three things has actually been accelerated and ultimately it's putting hotel rev ops in a in a favorable position because i think when the market does return those hotels that have leaner more collaborative teams with a better technology backbone are actually going to perform far better than they did um, uh, previously. And they'll see much greater returns from those technology investments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we've discussed uh, again in previous podcasts with other guests that how the technology should just work in the background, that it's uh, installed and it's put in there and it operates on its own. Uh, so that way you have more time for your guests as well, which will increase uh, customer loyalty. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, tumbling dominoes, I guess. You get everything set up in, in a line, uh, whether it's your guest experience, your revenue management systems, and they're all working together. Uh, I think it's a really important, especially when there's a low or no occupancy rate. Uh, like we've seen during the pandemic, it's a good time to start uh, investing in that technology. So when the doors are fully open, uh, you hit the ground running. Yeah, definitely. Actually, so one of our best, you know, for us at Atomize, our best use case is when someone actually doesn't log into our system because they have so much confidence in the recommendations mm-hmm. that that the integration with the other systems is so tight and, and seamless that it's like jumping into a car and turning the key. Right. You, you don't expect the driver to lift the hood, mm-hmm. go and fine tune the engine, tweak it a little bit, check the oil. And you know, every time they want to go for a, a drive, you just jump in, you turn the key in, and off you go. Off you go. These days, you don't even turn the key, you just push the button. You know? yeah. and, and for us, that's what a revenue management or at least a pricing optimization sh- uh, solution should, should do. Uh, it should just work in the background and do its thing. And, and the users, uh, i.e. The, the RevOps team, should not have to worry about fine-tuning it, tweaking it, overanalyzing what's going on in, in the data, at least from a tactical perspective. It should just automatically run in the background. Right. I agree exactly 100%. Uh, I just have uh, two more questions uh, before today's episode wraps up. Now, the first one uh, is... Uh, ultimately, you know, this is an application for hotels, accommodations, big and small, no matter how sophisticated. Uh, do you have any tips from Atomizer's point of view on how to carry out a lean revenue management system? I think the the best advice I can give to a hotel is, is be bold and don't be put off by maybe previous experience experiences that hotels may have had with revenue management systems. Mm-hmm. As I said Uh, older technologies were very complex, required a high degree of training, a high degree of specialism. That's changed. Um, Technologies such as Atomize are really 
and I, I hate the word, but I'm going to use it, mm -hmm. democratizing revenue management. It's making revenue management available to all hotels, big and small, uh, with sophisticated res capabilities, resources, and unsophisticated capabilities. So we cater for the more generalist type functions, the GM who's trying to do everything, mm -hmm. and hotel groups that have centralized revenue management teams working, or centralized um, uh, commercial teams. Um, but just trust in the technology yeah. uh, the, the results are there to be seen and and be bold um, yeah. you know, don't think that because it's a complex uh, capability or a complex function within the hotels that the technology needs to be complex in, in, in fact it's it's the other way around uh, the, techno the, the, the technology needs to be simpler and easy to use mm -hmm. um, despite uh, solving a, a really complex problem so uh, before we wrap up, maybe you can just kind of walk me through if a hotel's interested uh, in exploring Atomize more, uh, what they need to do uh, and how the process looks like. Yeah, for us, the, the key requirement really is to have a, a PMS property management system that, that we work with and we integrate to a number already. Um, but whilst historical information um, is is maybe not as relevant as it has been. Uh, we certainly still like to get hold of that information and we definitely need uh, the reservations pushed to us in real time as they're made. So having a, a PMS that we work with is essential. Uh, beyond that, um, all they need to do is is contact us. The implementation, the, the setup of the solution is is, is pretty quick um, by, by technology standards and they can be up and running in from a few days to a few weeks, depending on the property management system. Um, and then uh, what tends to happen is hotels will run it in manual mode, get comfortable for uh, a period of time. And then when they feel that they can trust the results, uh, the majority of them actually turn uh, autopilot on and just let it run in the, the background and manage any price changes by exception. Uh, and uh, yeah, as, as, as we mentioned before, uh, the results really speak for themselves. Brilliant. So it's atomize.com. Is that correct? A-T-O-M-I-Z-E. So That's correct. Yeah. Head over to atomize.com. Go check them out. Uh, a lot of cool things that you guys are doing over there, Michael. Uh, I want to say thanks so much for joining today. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, uh, again, thanks a lot. My pleasure. Excellent being on the show and thank you for having me. Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you. So watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I Meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at imeethotel.com. So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality. The I Meet Hotel podcast is a production from I Meet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit bidroom.com to learn more.